All right, welcome to the Flipside Podcast. We are on video now, and we had a request. (laughs) We had a request to do a breakdown of Garrett's double corks. Uh, He asked us because he wants to learn how to do dub-dub. He has since gotten his double corks much more consistent, Um, but so we're going to be focusing on swinging and inversion and just the type of things that he needs to focus on to make it better and more consistent and to actually have the awareness in the trick to start essentially variating the dub that he's working on. Um, So I think we should just go through and play the videos that we've got here of him. And then what we're going to do is we can do breakdowns of him. And then I have a bunch of other videos that I want to share that go into other people's techniques. Sound good? All right. Yes. Let's get right, right into it. So uh, feel free to just stop uh, if there's anything that comes to mind as you're watching these. But Man, that was pretty good. And he's he's very good at wrapped up. So we'll see a lot of that. And I just want to compare the two. Yeah. His first dub dub. His first dub dub will be wrapped up swing dub, guaranteed. Oh yeah, his wrapped dub is like on point. It's just for some reason doing swing like actual cork dub to swing dub. Right. Yeah, the, the extra twist in there is it throws him off just a little bit. There we go. Yeah, that's not bad. Twist is really tight. Yes. <laughs> Better than mine. Really like, yeah, yeah, you fish a lot. But <laughs> I mean, honestly, his twist is really solid. I, I would say most of the issue would probably just be inversion. All right. So that's what we've got for him. So yeah, you were talking about inversion. Um, let's yeah. take a look at some of these. So right here, the one like, he lands. Yeah. It's decently inverted. It's probably closer to like, if we continue a little bit like 30 degrees, I would say above. Like I mean, even here, even here is 30. When yeah. he's at when he's at max inversion right here. Yeah, I would still give that to closer to 30 just because he pikes in the hip that little bit. So like Man, you're you're great. Minimum. That's like that's like 45 minimum, right? Well, like, yeah, because like his hip and his shoulder are like 45. Yeah. But a little bit of a pike changes that little bit of inversion in my eye. Okay. Almost like rushing to the ground. I see inversion um, as like head to the hips. Okay, but we don't want to get too off topic. We can talk about that later. So (laughs) um, I just want to point out here, this is really important. See how his feet are coming from above to the floor? So they're coming from here, and then his toes are what's driving him down. Um, And I believe that this is caused from the set because the way you start the trick is the way that you end the trick. So yep. sorry, just trying to do a fat scrub here. So you're gonna you're the way his eagle is, his back swinging leg is so far back, and he's coming from above. So because yeah. his master scoot, he's going up and over in his master scoot, which creates the set uh, that it's really square. That's what's setting up his inversion. So if he enters it essentially as a backflip, you know. It's a yeah. backflip skill. So if he enters it like a backflip, he's going to finish it like a backflip, which is extremely important for swinging it and also extremely important for just landing it in general. So, because what's going to be the issue for him isn't 
necessarily getting that first dub completed. It's making sure that second dub retains all the technique that his first dubs had. Yeah, and being able to connect them because that slight difference in connecting it versus landing it is a big difference in my head. Yeah, so you said something about this one um, before we started recording, just about the inversion. His rap dub is like perfect. I mean, he literally is pretty much perfectly inverted, like upside down. And notice there's that the toes coming to the floor again. So when you are, I mean, practicing dub variations, we've always said this. So if he's going to do a dub here and then hit like a D leg or a round kick or work on vanishing out of his wrap, that's going to teach him to start landing independently on that left leg and see how he's actually leaning to the left here. That's good. It means the weight is predominantly on his left foot. He just needs to be, uh, you know, he just needs the posture to continue that. Um, That's true. Yeah. So technique wise, his wrapped up is definitely swingable. He just needs to, yeah, he just needs to understand um, the physics behind this. So yeah, because um, where he does the dub dub when he crashes, that so this, that he has right as he lands the first dub. If you can go back to that. Um, so this is actually wrap full. So that's a single. Oh, sorry, wrap full. Yeah. Right as he lands that, it could just be because of it's it's a wrap full, but that leg that he's swinging out so far to the side almost it tells me that he's not going to be able to potentially land it, or it's going to be like a very close landing because then that's going to force his kick to go so far sideways by the way that his hips are going to be angled and that the leg has to drive through because you can't just naturally change that to go up and you can see it as he kicks through it naturally drags sideways which keeps him yes. close to the next line which makes it really hard to swing out of so the counter to this is that so well here let's look at this so when he does his master scoot here this is the body position that he's wanting, you know, your, your yeah. leg is going through and he's still doing that, that knee over motion, which it's not good for swings, but the reason he's doing it is because he's really good at wraps. So yeah. I can, it's, it's obviously going to bleed over and his technique is just, it might be different and that's fine. Um, but when he's here, he he's landing his his legs are side by side right now. He needs that eagle to go back and he needs his arms behind him. Master scoot wise, this is his body is pretty close to his body position in his arms, but he didn't push off the floor. So he needs a bigger eagle with his arms. As yeah. well. um, because his foot's almost in front of him, it looks like by the yes. time he's actually planting. Exactly. Which then it's harder to take off of because you have nothing else to help lift. The only other option from this position that I used to do when I first learned swings is I would actually land with the split legs. And instead of thinking that I need to swing forward or I'd start my twist, I'd actually in swing like a tunnel flip. And yeah, that makes sense. so that way I could retain my posture and that in swing just allowed me to basically get my hips up. That's the thing about swings that's most important. Figure out a body position that works for you, that you can land for a long period of time. I mean, this is really good posture. He's got a strong hold here. He just needs the rest of his limbs to work along with him because he's basically just pogoing. So if you watch this in in regular speed, he just pogoed off the floor. Um, But the amount of time out of his master scoot that his foot's on the floor is easily two or three times as long. Yeah, that's true. Because looking at it then in that aspect, I mean, when he comes down, it is almost that exact same body posture, minus that the leg is just out to the side more. And when he does those wraps, he pulls it in so perfectly. Yes. So he's essentially wrapping. 
I mean, these swing-throughs yeah. are just wraps. So, yeah. so I think what he, he needs to do, it's it's hard to explain this, and there's no purpose to explain it from this point of view. All I'm going to say is that he needs to open up his hips here, and he needs to yeah. find that counter motion over here as well. He he should be hitting this position, the mirror image of that position on the other side before he lifts off the floor. True. It's like he's not driving up with his hip at all. He's relying purely on his knee and shoulder to get that thing up and over yes and it would just i mean it, that's why his twist is so strong um yeah. but yeah it's not gonna help for the set which is really important for dub dubs yeah um, that dub is oh wow i thought this was i thought this was a wrap no and that's the thing because of the way he enters it so that's the thing he's he's using too much of the wrap technique to do a cork dub instead of a wrap dub so i think that's what's kind of killing it because then he doesn't finish that leg swing because you can see that right leg doesn't actually come up really high yeah he pretty much just takes off his left foot and just like i mean i don't say it like in a bad way but it's almost like hoping and praying like you're just like all right like i'm going and i'm i'm committing and that's it like there's nothing right else. like you're putting the intensity in a place that intensity isn't required if yes. you just slow down and were patient with this set here then you oh, could be use that massive twist at the peak of your trick so if you do your cork and you're still going up you're still going up you're still going up in my opinion you should be you know like six inches higher than this and not initiated your twist quite yet like not your fast twist you can start turning but there's a difference between turning in your set and actually like snapping it in and he's already he snapped in right off the floor which is just his technique and it will slowly you know it will slowly change so, yeah, there's so the there wrap again. I mean, yeah. So his technique is it's it's um his technique is very consistent. So that means it's just the one thing that's needs to change. So this is actually going to point out the biggest things that need to change. Uh, go ahead and talk about this one, Sean. Huh. Do that one more time for me. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry that I'm not talking. It's just like. <sighs> He's rushing off the floor to twist. It's like my is like my biggest problem is that because right before he even takes off, you can tell he's already in the twist right as his foot takes off. And he doesn't need to get that. And his foot, his right leg never really passes his left very much. And it for a cork dub, I, I feel like it needs to get that little bit more swings. Like you can even see the guy in the background doing just a gainer you see how much farther his leg gets in front of his opposite leg so the yeah. guy on the track behind him he's swinging his leg so far in front before he takes off to do that gainer switch where garrett doesn't let that leg his right leg pass the left almost almost at all like it right. gets there and right as it slightly gets past the leg he takes off and so this actually goes back to the same thing I just remembered. So, I mean, yeah, so he's twisting immediately off the floor and that is lacking in his set. And like you're saying, the reason that it's actually really relevant that the guy in the background is doing gainer switches, gainer switches is an extremely square trick. You know, yeah. there is no twisting involved. And so his problem is that he's twisting too early because there's no squareness in his set. If you enter like a backflip, you end like a backflip, right? So if yep. you, when he's here, he didn't enter like a backflip. He entered, you know, like, like this sideways. And twisting yep. immediately, so he's going to come down, hit sideways. Still going yeah, I mean, sideways. His 
his toes are pointing, yeah, at the wall here. And then he's coming down and it's coming down on the side of his foot. And he has to twist right at the last second to get that his toes facing the correct way. It's because he's not quite in the barrel that he needs to be in. Um, he needs the squareness related to the gainer switch that's going on in the background and the squareness is, that he has in the wrap dubs that he's got. Um, so, yeah, twisting immediately off the floor throws off his inversion and his barrel. Um, hopefully you guys understand what barrel is because we've talked about it quite a bit, but basically he's trying to get, look at this. This is really interesting. So he's, he has his DOM right here. His DOM is behind him, but because of the way he swings, his barrel, his barrel is now actually towards the wall. Yeah. Or like not quite like perpendicular to the wall, but like more towards the wall than it is towards the corner. And so you can see that this is actually fixed in tricking by over rotation. So if he's right here, if he continued twisting and then faced directly at the camera, that would be swingable. But now he's landing at his predetermined Dom, um, you know, complete stance. Yep. So that's the complete stance based on his initial Dom. But because his barrel was off, if he turned towards the camera, he could create a new Dom and try you know, to and it essentially fix the barrel so over rotating is better than under rotating and that will fix undercuts too that is true and that also comes from though that set or being able to let it rise more before you start to pull and initiate exactly um so this is just another example of his feet coming down so he they are sideways for a second there but see his toes are pointing towards the floor much sooner than before and that is one of them that he lands and he's still predominantly landing with his weight on his left leg which is really really good because that's going to transfer into the swings a lot so now i want to go into other people's dubs so so that one's super inverted like that is literally almost like 89 88 degrees to be exact but it's like i'm joking but i mean that is pretty much perfect inversion on a y-axis in my yes and and the set is really solid the leg is right there see her body is still square even as she's initiating twist and because she's coming up before she starts to pull yes and this right here is what i'm talking about where she hasn't even initiated her aggressive twist yet when she bends her knees that's when she initiates her aggressive twist so yes so she goes up she's still just riding it out and then she initiates there and then she hangs on she doesn't have the most aggressive twist um she does now because she learned snappu so that looks really nice but um that it's that up and over motion so up and yeah, over. that takeoff is like on point i think that's good yeah that's really good um something that you're actually going to notice in a lot of these is that um the tdr is going to be used a lot more for inverted dubs which are actually better dubs um and to fix to to make the master scoot dub a lot more inverted it's all about patience and it's all about getting that right leg or whatever your swing leg is as far cocked back as you can so your hips have time to square up there's that set again. And he lets the right leg really pass. So this is really interesting. This is that thing that I was talking about before. So on his takeoff, he misses his barrel. This to me is a missed barrel. That's not the barrel of a fork. That's more of a barrel of a swing nine. So he's going to lack inversion heavy, but he's going so quick. He can actually just rely on the flip. 
to fix things. Right, right. So he's in it, and he just aggressively twists. See that yeah, E-bend? Tell by the way he's chambering and doing stuff that he's more used to a nine technique. Yeah, yeah. That's totally possible. I don't know who this is, but... Yes, um, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't either. <laughs> What's really funny, though, is it's almost like... So his dom isn't quite... It's almost nowhere, right? Like, it's like... It's really silly to say, but his dom is like... It's not it's not in line with the floor. It's, it's almost like he created an improper barrel, but by tucking, he was able to adjust his barrel and then he was able to continue twisting on the way down. Well, think about it this way. It's almost like he's doing uh like a nine because his 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 dom is actually up. It's not backwards or forwards 100%. It's literally just up because by the way he takes off he pretty much forces his legs to come up and over to actually initiate the twist and like make it to happen to make it a flip. But and the that's rest true of because because look up. at the way he's coming down here. He doesn't it, bounce backwards. He goes forwards, and it's I don't think that's necessarily just because of his lean. I think it's because his block is so aggressive that yeah, like he essentially doesn't have a direction of motion anymore. He just has a previous direction of motion he can continue to follow. But you know that's how dom changes are performed too. Oh boy. Uh, uh. <laughs> all right so what i wanted to actually talk about was jeez that is fat <laughs> yeah that's fucking tiki blue hell yeah this is what, what i wanted to talk about was this bullshit <laughs> so what what is going on here why why in the hell can he do this he like doesn't even use arms and look, look at his knee he's he's essentially bottomed out you know there's not really he yeah. can't go any lower that's as low as he can go and still jump you know bro his quads and hamstrings must be just like massive but get this though this bullshit set is a triple core still massive that's a triple core from that set so i want to talk about what he's doing here this the speed at which his leg see how he's got his knee bent there arms are still chambered too yes it's basically like he's in he's in full cockback mode in every single you know muscle that he's got and right here foot flick see how his foot speeds up aggressively near the floor but he's still retaining the, all of that energy is still being fed back to his core it's yeah. not just the foot you can't just swing your foot fast and expect it to help your body out in any way no <laughs> no not even a little bit. And so that, okay, this is what's crazy. So right here, that pause is pretty big, okay? That but then crazy. you think like, oh man, with this set, he's going to have to rush. No, but instead, no he stretches even harder. This is a much harder stretch than he had here. So what I can see that it looks like to me is that he's using the right leg to actually start where his momentum is going to be going. It's almost like using it as like a backhand. That's kind of weird. Okay. This is what we call Barry. Yes. He's setting. So by throwing his right leg up, it's putting his right hip into the air where he wants it to be. And it creates his angle. And then based on that right leg swing, he is spinning around whatever he just yes. created. 
and he's used so that left leg is postured up to where it's it is catching but it's waiting for that opportune moment where the force reaction is going to happen even if it's only a little bit to where he can actually get to the point where he can push off because the momentum is letting him carry it through and travel yes so the his left leg so hard that he's catching everything waiting for that moment for his leg to start that lift and then he's just pushing his yeah just look at these abs like look at his stretch in his in his core and how open his hips are there that's just to really crank it out because that is the most clutch triple cork you know that you can really stretch for and this is really important because it just shows you that the longer you wait you know with with to to a point the longer you wait then the higher your set is and the more control you have over what you're doing. When, when Garrett is moving as fast as he is, it's just giving him less opportunities to control what he's doing. He's letting his body take over, which is good because he's trained his body really well to do what it does. But if you want control over your body, then you need to slow down so you can actually make changes, especially when muscle memory starts to kick in. Yeah. Cause currently his muscle memory is to do rap. And unfortunately that's yes. not the technique that he wants to be able to get a dub dub potentially, or at least swing that second dub. Ooh. Okay. Tell me about this. Go. Yeah. Go back to when he land right before he lands the dub. The second one. Of the chamber. So you, that chamber, he, that happens. He's starting to think about that chamber at one and a half of the twist. So then he just opens up and lets it float down and snaps it back up. Because he still rushes the arms a little bit, but he is literally opening up to like initiate like feeling that squareness. So yes. that as he lands, it just floats into it and he doesn't even have to think about it. Yeah. So it's copy paste. Yep he uses the same technique because that's what he he's trained for he's like okay it should feel about the same and this is important that here's the master scoot so even though he's still coming around the side this looks a lot like garrett's master scoot once his left foot touches there his right foot and hips have squared up see the squareness and from his left to yeah, right actually turning towards his foot yeah, you don't want your foot to come around in a circle, even though your body does come around that way. Once your left foot touches, your hip should square up and you engage your core. Yes. And you and can then, see that even like into his takeoff too. Like he is act- super square. There was that pause, open, up. There's the pause again. Pause. And even though this is more clutch, this is actually something I noticed. Check out his knee. Um, his knee's bent. He didn't have... I don't believe he had the foot flick here. Um, yeah, it just, he didn't set his barrel properly. And so instead of keeping the straight leg, he pulls his knee in. That is pulling the force in closer to his core and his hips. Yes. That's what that is doing. It creates the barrel that he can play on. And then there it is again. So he, it's almost like he's falling out of his barrel and he tucks his knees to contain the energy and to pull the barrel back in. Because yep. it's like... Um, what is it? The um, what is it called when you're carrying heavy stuff and it's outside your body? Your center of gravity. Yeah, yeah. So it's like his center of gravity is like right here. I would say it's like in his femurs. You know, hmm. do you, does that make sense to you? Like he's yeah, here, no, it makes sense. and it's like it's in his femurs. Like if he's gonna come down without bending his knees, like he's gonna his body wants to land on its knees, not his feet, and you need it in your hips, and then you get your feet under your hips. 
Yeah, because you can force to pull them down. Right. So by bringing the knees in, you're you're pulling in that that center of gravity. Interesting. Okay. So uh, this I just wanted to relate this to Garrett's dub that he didn't land versus the dub he did. Um, so right there, you can see my Your what head, is it? Bob. <laughs> so I twisted immediately off the floor, and it's almost yeah. like my foot swung so hard that I couldn't jump off my left leg. Yeah. You got to find that happy medium. And so then this is the, uh, the good one, I believe. Oh no, this is the bad one. This is the, that's the bad. one. So yeah, I twisted extremely fast off the floor and it's yeah. kind of the same thing. I just wasn't Almost in no pause. And you can yes. tell by the way your head cocks back that you're thinking about the twist too soon. And Garrett does that too. You notice when he twists immediately off the floor, his neck is extremely flexed, really, really engaged. Yep. And it's just a matter of looking. relaxing. So this one's better, um, but it's still that same one. Um, I'm leaning too far to the right, but it, you can see there on my left foot, I'm I'm on too much of my, my big toes. Like you're here. Yeah. And so, so that I need, I'm not going to get that lift. That's why it looked like I jumped off of nothing. I keep scooping. Yeah. Sorry. Because um, since you're not over the leg, you can't actually fully engage. Interesting. Yeah. And that also created a flatter twist. Exactly. Yes. Very little inversion. So my feet are coming around from the side. My toes yeah, really never hard. actually face there. But then we get this one here. Where you had that little bit of a pause. It wasn't much. Yes, uh, that kind of looks like the tiki stretch. Yeah, it's like that tiny. And there's that knee. There's the knee with that odd barrel. I'm fixing the barrel there. And then, and then you can pull it around. Yes. I had a heavy open. That was actually my first triple cork ever. So I had a really heavy open on that. Um, oh, this one is really, really interesting. So. So zero. That's a dub. Bye-bye. My going. Jesus. <laughs> okay. You only have like fall, five feet of fall time. So that's okay. So this is what I wanted to talk about here. Um, there's built-in pauses here. So it's really weird to play. So you want to just like do double cork in? Cause like, God. Yeah, that I know. Right. Um, so, so this, the big set right there. Yep. And then right here, this is double cork, what I call double cork X out. There's no actual variation being initiated, but I could X out. Okay. So this is the twist, flip twist ratio for a triple cork, which is just relatable to the twist ratio of a double cork. So if you're ending a single cork like this, hell yeah, you can add another twist afterwards. Right? Oh yeah. You have so, so much fault time and like time to play with it. My meeting has 10 more minutes. So... <laughs> real quick there's the x out yep but that's a triple cork you, you almost couldn't even tell the difference between the two no the the biggest difference is that you let it just stay flat and continue the twist instead of actually like pull it in and stop there's that big set turning the feet forwards so I'm even doing the knee thing because my barrel's not correct. Yep. Because that barrel is slightly off. You have to fix it in the middle. So tell me what's wrong about this one here. Your hip wasn't turned to the beginning going into the twist. 
your hip isn't square. Right. Yeah. It's not square. And so I, as you can see, I lose my barrel right there and I just yeah. had to get my feet down. Um, this one where it's also going to throw off your flip twist ratio. Yes, exactly. Little bit better. Still not quite enough, but a lot better than the than the previous one. Yes, definitely. And then this is the last one I've got. So this is hella interesting here. What the butthole? I like how it slowly just it goes from like inverted to like almost perfectly flat. Yeah. You can tell right as he gets too flat, he he knows he can't swing it anymore. So he just forces it to stop. But does he? Because I mean, right here, like they get they they, they get worse and worse, right? So it's like which is natural. Super controlled. And then it's like, how bad can you still do it and still get it? But you can so, tell on that last one, even though so if you if you go right as he lands and pulls in that last one, there's like zero eagle. And even though he has that pause, there's nothing really carrying him through it like the other ones leading up to it. Like everything had at least a little bit more momentum that was getting carried through. That one had like almost nothing. What about this direction of motion? So he goes, dub, you'd expect him to keep going backwards, but he swings yeah, but he too early. Like super hard. Well, he, Did he actually gained her. Yeah. Holy crap. And then he fixed so that's it. That's why he lost all of his momentum. But so he, he fixes, he fixed it. I think this was just a, I think it was a muscular endurance issue there. You know, oh. it's not even an issue. I mean, that's probably what he's going for. But I'm just, it's just really interesting that you can go this, you know, this out of barrel and this, like he's, he's controlling his barrel so well, but he, even though he's moving that way, he takes control of it in the air by flexing his abs and by bending the knees. So it actually opening up earlier. Yes, exactly. So he like, it's like he, he, you'd think that if he had proper direction of motion, he'd be able to open sooner and then have the Eagle for longer, but he has to wait. And then last second, he scoops his feet to the floor, Eagles hard. And that's the position that he's in. Interesting. Okay. I mean, that's impressive because that takes a lot of awareness of where you're at and how you feel the body moving. Yeah. Check out this upper body position here. So when he's going through, he really is good at getting that shoulder to square up. Yes, the really squareness is definitely what what Garrett is missing. So yes. that is the biggest thing that I think is like the takeaway is. So we'll play these and then just go ahead and just say anything else that you want to before we run out of time here. Next, we got like six, six minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah, like that one where he does the full into that dub swing, like it. It's just that his dom was moving in a direction that I don't think he might have been 100% comfortable with because a lot of these combos that you watch, he is very much like a straight line, at least from what I can see from this stuff. He's very much a straight line trigger. It's not very variated going off to one side or the other where I see a lot of people do. And I've actually talked... I've actually talked to people about that and they say that tricking is not built to go in a straight line and it shouldn't go in a straight line because if you pro, I mean, there are certain moves yeah. that connect that can, but if you're doing your kicks properly, they have that extra tiny bit of twisting in them. 
you know, that, and the hip carryover and that proper you, there's, there's a balance between direction of motion and posture that you have to maintain. And it's different for everybody. So like, that's, that was well, really the only big thing I think for that one where he just kind of like missed the chamber time almost and just missed that squareness coming off the set. Beyond that, I mean, his wrap tightness and his twist tightness are like really good. Yes. Just the fact that he has to feel that that lift off. If he could feel that lift off and give that tiny little bit of a pause, because it's so minuscule, like it feels like it's forever when you're doing it, but in reality, it's so small that it's hard to notice. But if he could make it happen, he would easily be able to dub dub. Yeah. Like, easy. And it's just a matter of getting repetitive swings too. I mean, training G switch swing, training cork swing, training wrap swing. It just, you, because all you're doing there is building muscle memory for the position. And that's what you need is that you need to find those positions that are important. So he needs to keep finding those positions by drilling swings. Don't just rush into the dub dub because even if you get it, it's not going to stick unless you have those other pieces. Um, and then on top of that, training the variations, like we just saw the X out or, um, any, you know, doing that cork banish nine is really good for swing throughs and then doing, uh, double cork D legs, double cork rounds. Um, and then doing all those in the single variations, just to get that swing down really strong. The more pieces you have inside of the trick that you're doing, then the more control you have over the pieces that you want. You know, if you know how to do a D leg and you know how to do a round and you know how to do an Eagle, your Eagle is going to be better than if you only know how to Eagle. You only know one thing. (laughs) You're not going to have, you're not going to have references. The more references you have, the the stronger your pieces are going to be. Yeah. It's almost like, I mean, my only, I guess, advice, I guess, coming from my perspective, the way that I would teach it is probably rep more cork, like cork swing corks or like cork swing dubs to get that feeling of it instead of doing the rap technique because like if you're gonna rap dub swing dub like that's fine but there is that slight technique change between the two dubs that i think he just needs and that's it's mainly that squareness coming off into a cork dub that i don't think is quite there yet that's a really good point because if you are training for the swing then the copy paste is going to be really important i mean the wrap is definitely there, but you're doing a certain takeoff into a different takeoff, which in my opinion is more difficult. Um, but you do see a lot of people do cart punch dub, swing dub a lot more um, than you see any other dub dub setup, at least especially for the first one. But my first was master screw double cork, double cork. And that's because the copy paste existed. Also because I cart dub is always difficult for me because of my ankle. So that's just what it was for me. But because his wrapped up is so strong, it wouldn't surprise, you know, it's the same idea as a car punched up just because of you're having the momentum. You just have to separate the two in your head and make sure that they are different. They maybe work on, I mean, working on wrap full, swing full would not be a bad idea to feel the difference in those techniques and just make them super fat. Yeah, exactly. And if you can do wrap full swing cork D leg and wrap full swing cork X out and all in, you know, those types of things, then putting a dub at the end, it's going to be easy because it's a patience thing and it's a technique thing. It's not a speed. It's not a power. It is just technique. Yeah. 
right now it, it is literally just technique. His speed is there easy. Oh yeah. And once you add the speed and power that he does have, then that's when the triples come into play. It's just putting all those pieces together. Yeah. And I don't have anything else. No, that's it for me. Sweet. So we will see you guys next time. Pause. Don't forget to follow us on the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast on Instagram. And C-H-R-I-S-P-Y underscore T-R-I-X. That's Crispy Tricks on Instagram. And I also have another YouTube channel, Tricks Fix, T-R-I-X space F-I-X for more tutorials and other things. And we'll see you guys next time.